Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. goal is to maintain some level of deniability here, but we're not going to allow them to do that. We also are not going to allow any threat to our interest in the region to go unchallenged. And we have not abandoned and we still are profoundly committed to a two-state solution. And if it happened to your family, you would want justice. I'm not talking about revenge. I want just, I'm saying justice. Well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. But, but, well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, toll free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, A lot of activity in the Middle East today as the IDF earlier raiding the West Bank militant camps and, and wiping them out, thankfully. But I'm fed up also about one other thing. I'm just fed up of the outright lying, the propaganda the lectures of the world uh, to Israel. I am tired of, you know, even members of Congress to this day, in spite of overwhelming, incontrovertible evidence. We have the evidence that Israel did not fire a rocket at a hospital in Gaza that killed 500 people. Matter of fact, the hospital never got hit. It was a parking lot 
and you could see a couple of burned out cars, but next to it, adjacent to it, were cars that weren't even touched. And the media all the way across the board in this country went with that phony propaganda story. And there are still members of Congress like, you know, the Hamas caucus led by Congresswoman Tlaib, you know, continuing to spread that lie. And then again, the rabid, virulent hatred, anti-Semitism. I never thought I'd see it in our lifetime. You know, massive crowds in Times Square, you know, quote, pro-Palestinian and many openly pro-Hamas. The fact that they don't recognize that 1,400 Israelis, you know, were were murdered in cold blood by, by this terrorist organization and put the blame rightly where it belongs. The fact that they want to put handcuffs on the IDF and on Israel in terms of what their appropriate response would be. You extrapolate out the population, 1,400 killed in Israel. Compare that to America's population, that's almost 38,000 Americans killed in a single day. I mean, think about that, 38,000 in one day. What would you want America's response to, to be? Would you want the world lecturing lecturing us on how we're supposed to defend ourselves, and in this case, Israel's very existence. Not exactly uh, the message I would want to hear from anybody. But in spite of that, Israel does care about humanity. They don't want civilian casualties or what we call collateral damage. And they have been informing the people of Gaza to get out or they will die now for weeks, almost an entire month. At this point, the people that have stayed have been forced to stay because Hamas terrorists want to use them as shields or they just have not adhered to the message to get out. Many have, though. Um, And I'm going to play something for you. I know it's a little hard to hear. I'm going to give a listener warning to this. And it is Dr. Semet Rubenstein, uh, an Israeli oral surgeon, confirming about babies being beheaded. I've seen the images. I don't need more confirmation. But for the people that want to believe the lies on college campuses being perpetrated by these, you know, you know, overeducated imbeciles, these Ivy League school bigoted brats uh, that just blamed Israel, the victim in this terrorist account. Could you imagine after 9-11 blaming America for what happened? I mean, and we only lost 2,977 based on our population. Again, this would be 38,000 Americans killed in a single day. But I want you to hear it because this is the truth, the reality, the horror, the evil that has been brought to Israel. Listen. I volunteer in the forensic unit of the police for over 10 years, and we've seen many, many cases in in this unit. You know, many car accidents, many terror attacks, many, many deaths. But something like this we've never seen. I can't say how many. I heard you say talking about 40 babies or 40 infants or I don't know the numbers. But I mean, I was walking out of the night shifts. I started Saturday night, Saturday at midnight between Saturday and Sunday. I started my shifts, which were 12 hours each one. And I finished my shift and I was walking out as they were, as people said, um, there's, a, there's a truck coming with 150 bodies, half of them are kids. So, you know, I, I, we, didn't, we worked in five separate rooms or seven se- separate rooms, so I don't really know exactly how many kids, but I've seen babies that were beheaded. 
I've seen babies that were that their eyes were taken out. I've seen mothers that they opened their stomach and tore their uh, torn up from a pregnant woman, tore the baby out from the womb. So, you know, I don't understand how there was even any question about it. I've seen it with my eyes. People were burned. People were, their limbs, were the children, their limbs were cut off. I mean, it, it was unbelievable, really. I, I, I'm speechless, you know. It's, I can't describe it. And how can someone even ignore it and deny it now? How can they say that? Pretty unbelievable. We welcome back to the program Brigitte Gabriel. She's the founder of the and chairman for ACT uh, for America, best-selling author of Because They Hate, Joel Pollack, senior editor-at-large at Breitbart News. I've been friends with both these people for a long time. They are, are real, you know, warriors for moral clarity, both of them, and I appreciate their hard work. Um, Brigitte, I'd normally start with you, but Joel just got back yesterday from Israel himself. Uh, what did you see there? Well, Sean, the IDF took us around, myself and other foreign journalists, and we visited Kibbutz Be'eri, which is one of the communities that was hardest hit by the attack. Ten percent of the people who lived there were murdered. And we visited the kindergartens, the homes with bloodstains on the floor. In one home, there was still food in the fridge because it was a holiday weekend, and the family had been expecting to have a holiday meal together, and the house is raked with bullet holes. The children's stuffed animals are still on the ground, and there's blood everywhere. The kindergarten, bullet holes everywhere. They blew open the door of the safe room, which is like a bomb shelter if there are rocket attacks. The Hamas terrorists fired an RPG, rocket-propelled grenade, to get into the safe room so they could murder everybody inside. And I went to the town of Sterot, where Hamas terrorists roamed the streets in the early morning, killing any civilians they found on the road. People. By the way, I've, I've been to that very town. That town, when I was there in 2014, Joel, had a, taken in 10,000 rockets in 10 years. And it's in such close proximity to Gaza, it only takes 13 seconds for a rocket to be launched and land. I'm sure you've been to the underground bunker playgrounds because kids can't even play outside in that city. And I've been to the police station, and you see the level of sophistication in terms of the rockets over the years. They've gotten more lethal, more sophisticated, more dangerous than ever. Right, and that's been a problem that's grown over the last 15 to 20 years, and the people living there have demanded action. But the Israeli government never wanted to go in and do a full invasion because they figured that they would lose a lot of troops in that invasion. Well, now the question has been decided because they've lost 1,400 people, mostly civilians, in this attack, and the Israeli people are ready to go to war. They're ready to take the risk because they can't live with this threat anymore. And in the town of Sterot, where I was, you see cars with their windows blown out by bullets still sitting there now. The police station has been leveled. That was where there was a huge firefight for 20 hours between terrorists who hold up inside the police station and the special forces that were outside. I walked around picking up empty bullet casings, both the 5.56 shells from the Israeli military, they use the standard NATO ammunition, and the 7.62 shells, which are bigger, those are from the AK-47s, the Hamas ammunition. So all of that is still there in Road. I went to a military base where we saw refrigerated trucks with bodies inside where victims were still being identified, and that interview you just now is of one of those people who works 
identifying the bodies. It's an incredibly difficult task. And I heard very similar stories about children's bodies being mutilated and bodies that could hardly be identified at all because they were burned so badly. And I talked to an IDF soldier who was on reserve duty. He wasn't even supposed to be there, but he and his body raced south to try to fight the terrorists. And they joined a special forces unit and they fought the entire day and they both survived and they killed a lot of Hamas terrorists in the process. But he told me that when they got to Kibbutz Be'eri, the, around, the area around it, they saw so many people just killed in the roads. He said they saw the bodies of women who were naked and had been raped in the streets. And he said it was just the most horrific thing to imagine that this could have happened. And it's unbelievable that people want to look away, but we can't forget what happened. And that's what's motivating Israel. That's why the Israeli military is ready to go in. That's why they have more reservists showing up for duty than they actually called up because the Israeli mothers and fathers are going to war saying, I'm never going to let this happen to any other child ever again. Let me bring in Brigitte Gabriel, uh, our best-selling book, Because They Hate, pretty much says it all, uh, even in this day, as relevant as ever. Um, Brigitte has this incredible life story and, and background. Sadly, herself as a child was used as a human sh- shield by the Palestinians. Uh, she herself has lived in Israel, uh, also in the West Bank, worked as a, a news anchor. Uh, by the way, the idea of raided the West Bank earlier today and took out some of these important militant camps uh, and the idea of now telling us that ground the ground force invasion is is starting tonight in full. Uh, Brigitte, great to have you back, but uh, not exactly the idyllic childhood anybody would want. Uh, no, and it's because that's what the Palestinians do. You know, Lebanon, the country in which I was born into, was the only country in the Middle East to accept the third wave of Palestinian refugees, even when nobody in the Arabic world wanted them. You know, King Hussein of Jordan bulldozed 30,000 of them in Black September, and Lebanon was the only country to accept the third wave because we were open-minded and fair and tolerant and all that stuff. Once they came into the country, they started creating problems. And my 9-11 happened to me in 1975, Sean, as you know, when radical Islamists, Palestinian radical Islamists, blew up my home, bringing it down, burning me under the rubble wounded. I remember when we were, when the Palestinians took control of our town for a little bit, for about two months before we were able to liberate the town, they would park their cannon in front of my bomb shelter, their Katyusha rockets, you know, they use it on jeeps. And we were nine children in my bomb shelter. You know, we were three families. And they wanted to launch shelling Israel from in front of my bomb shelter using us as human shields, knowing that when Israel fires back, we will be plastered all over the evening news, and it's a win-win situation for them. I remember my mother going out and begging the Palestinian leader to move his rocket launcher, and they wouldn't even listen to her. Um, but this is their modus of operandi, and this is exactly why. Uh, by, the, by the way, you heard the story even this week, Brigitte, and that is that as people were trying to flee Gaza, uh, Hamas was sticking guns in their face and say, no, return to your homes for the very purpose of what you live through, making them human shields. And then they get propaganda if, if in fact, there is an innocent a person killed, see, oh, look how bad Israel is, not blaming the real perpetrators and the real people responsible. 
Uh, exactly. Uh, that's because they don't value people. For them, people are expendable. People are a part of the cause, and they should be sacrificed for the cause. You know, just a couple of days ago, they were interviewing the head of Hamas living in Qatar, and they said, well, what about the two million people in Gaza? And his answer was, well, Russia sacrificed 30 million people for the cause. So basically he was saying that we can sacrifice two million people in Gaza because for them, they're working for their long-term goal. And the long-term goal is to wipe Israel off the map and expel all the Jews from the Middle East, from the river to the sea, not just the West Bank and Gaza. They want to eliminate all of Israel. And in their mind, if that meant that the price to wipe Israel off the map is two million people in Gaza, they are willing to sacrifice those two million people in Gaza. And that's why you are seeing now the, 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 the Islamic radicals, whether it's Hezbollah in Lebanon, whether it's the Houthis now getting involved, uh, the shelling from Syria into Israel, Hamas from Gaza shelling into Israel. Uh, when you have the belligerent uh, Iranian leader with the head of Islamic Jihad and Hamas meet in Beirut and invite the press as if they are some world leaders, these are three terrorist organizations that feel so emboldened right now because of weak America. And they feel that because of all the demonstrations on the Arab street, the European streets, American streets, Australia, because of all the demonstrations on the streets now pro-Palestinians, you know, pro the youth in the West basically have been brainwashed. And now they are being used as the youthful idiots at the hands and as a part of the propaganda of terrorist organizations who feel so emboldened to move forward and they feel that the media is listening to them. And that's why Israel must win this war, no matter how long it takes. Israel is on the front line right now. Hey, we're going to talk about this on the other side, because you're getting to a main point. You mentioned Syria. You mentioned the Houthi rebels. You mentioned uh, uh, Hezbollah in the north, uh, the ground incursion that will take place in Gaza in the south, the potential uh, for even Iranian involvement in this. We'll have more with Brigitte Gabriel, more with Joel Pollack on the other side. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation, 
without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign up when you use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network. And now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T and T-Mobile the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Hey, everybody, your friend Sean Hannity here with a message that is all about your safety. Now, when it comes to protecting yourself, your loved ones, Well, it's not about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Now, picture this. A situation arises where you or a loved one are threatened. Now, instinct may drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. Now, what if there was a way to effectively defend yourself, de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter Burner, B-Y-R-N-A. It is the less lethal pistol launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate attackers for up to 40 minutes. Burner is legal in all 50 states. No background check is required and can be shipped right to your door. Now, Burner is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. With everything going on in the world today, the war, the inflation, the geopolitical tensions, $33 trillion in national debt, it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver. But who does Sean Hannity choose for his gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. 
Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver for Sean Hannity listeners. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. All right, we continue. If you're just joining us, uh, we've had a lot of activity. Ground forces now expanding their operations, IDF ground forces, into Gaza tonight. Expect probably activity from the north, more rockets being fired from Hezbollah as a result of this. Israel, I'm sure, prepared for it. And earlier today, Israel and the IDF raided the West Bank and and knocked out a number of militant camps. There's been a lot of, of fire going on all throughout the day today, and, and we'll have full coverage of everything going down live tonight on Hannity on Fox 9 Eastern. Hope you'll join us. Uh, our final moments with Brigitte Gabriel, and she is the chairman of, of the group ACT um, for America and New York Times bestselling author, Because They Hate. Also, Joel Pollack, senior editor-at-large at Breitbart News. He was in Israel up to yesterday, just got back, and he's, he's taking time out of his busy day for us. The last question I want to ask both of you is, what if? Now, I, I think we can fully expect a two-front war here as the IDF now is is begun the incursion on the ground into Gaza and going up against Hamas. We know both Hamas and Hezbollah uh, are getting strategic military advice from Iran and even other countries and other terrorist groups. Um, we know that Syria has tried to involve itself, and they've been firing rockets into Israel. We know the Houthis have been doing the same. Again, another proxy terror group funded by Iran. Uh, Joe helped him out, the Iranians out a lot by letting them sell their oil on the open market on top of the $6 billion that he wanted to give for ransom uh, for five American hostages. And so here's my question. Joel, I'll give you the first crack at it, is if, in fact, this is a two-front war, and we have more activity out of Syria into Israel and more activity from Yemen and the Houthi rebels that have been fighting Iranian proxy wars against the Saudis and others. And Iran actually gets directly involved. I would argue at that point, all bets are off. I've known Prime Minister Netanyahu not quite three decades, but almost three decades. And there's probably not been any one leader on the world stage, probably out of necessity more than anything else, and the real security risk that is the state of Israel. Had the, he's been the one guy with the moral clarity to understand the evil that he's up against. At that point, I would say all bets are off for the entire Middle East and that it could be engulfed and the entire region can be engulfed in war. And my question to you is, if that scenario unfolds, and I don't think it's beyond a possibility. I think it could be a very real scenario. Where do you see this headed? Well, the best case scenario, Sean, is that the Iranian people get rid of their leaders, and they've come close several times. They were close in 2009, but Barack Obama gave them new life because he wanted a region arms deal with them. They were close toward the end of the Trump administration, but Joe Biden came in and resurrected them by going back into this negotiations. They've basically played Biden for fools for two and a half years. They've been pretending to negotiate. Now it turns out that Rob Malley, our Iran envoy, has some security problems. He's been suspended because of possibly sharing information 
with bad actors, and there are questions about his staff who might have been Iranian influence. So the best case scenario is that Iran stays out of it, Hezbollah stays out of it, that our aircraft carriers have deterred Iran, and that Israel goes in, takes out Hamas, and you leave Hezbollah in Lebanon and the Iranian regime for another day. Hopefully the Iranian regime will collapse, and then you don't have to worry about war anymore, because that's the only thing keeping war going in the Middle East. But as you say, if there is a second front that opens up in Lebanon, Israel is ready. They've got 100,000 or so troops on the Gaza border, but remember, they mobilized 360,000 reserves. They've had three weeks now to build up their troop presence in northern Lebanon, and I spoke to soldiers who were on the front there, and they're observing everything that Hezbollah is doing, and Hezbollah is observing everything Israel is doing. The two armies are facing off across the border there. But the only way that Hamas was able to get the edge over Israel was by a surprise attack. There won't be a surprise anymore. These two armies, the Hezbollah-controlled militia and the IDF, have been trading fire on a sporadic basis. And if Hezbollah decides to escalate, I'm told that Israel is going to go in there much harder than they go after Hamas in Gaza. Remember, there's a lot of international concern about Palestinian civilians. There's concern about Lebanese civilians as well. But when you're talking about Lebanon, you're talking about a state with a government. Hezbollah controls that government. And Israel feels that it doesn't have to hold back as much. Plus, there's a lot more to take out. Hezbollah has a very dug-in network of bases. With all due respect, the Palestinians did vote in Hamas. I know the election was some time ago, but they did vote in Hamas as their government, did they not? They voted for them in a parliamentary election, and then Hamas took over Gaza in a military coup in 2007. And there is some question about whether they can be held accountable, they being the Palestinian people collectively. Here's what I want to know, just to bring it back home. Why are no pro-Palestinian groups, why are no Muslim groups in the United States denouncing Hamas full stop? Why don't we see them saying, this is not in our name, we don't want to associate with this. We want hey, to Joel, it's just it's been just the opposite. They've been given they've been given the green light. They've been given support. They have cheerleaders on college campuses and 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 all over not only the United States but the world. It's a disgrace, and it's ironically proving the point for Israel because if you cannot be safe as a Jewish person in this country, and that's what these pro-Palestinian activists are saying when they barricade students inside libraries and they attack Jewish community centers. If you can't be safe as a Jewish person in this country, probably the safest country in the world for Jews outside of Israel, then there's nowhere for Israelis to go. You can't, quote-unquote, free Palestine if you're making every other alternative completely impossible. So the Israelis feel that they have no choice but to stand their ground and dig in. And I have to tell you, what I saw when I was there was the incredible spirit of the Israeli people coming together they're in this fight. The whole nation is there. People are volunteering. They're helping each other out. And the other thing is they're deeply, deeply grateful for the support of the American people. There are Israeli troops who are taking the American flag with them into battle because they know that the American people are behind them. Whatever our leaders do, whatever idiocy members of Congress put out there, they know that the bulk of the American people are behind them. And they also know that they're eradicating a threat that will ultimately threaten us too here in this country if it's not wiped out. So there's a, it's just a huge love and gratitude for the support of the United States. Let's get your take. Worst case scenario that I described, Brigitte Gabriel. 
I think Hezbollah will get involved in the war. Hezbollah has 150,000 missiles directed at Israel, spread across 40,000 southern Lebanon. Hezbollah is jumping to get involved in this war. Uh, they will open up another front, and that's exactly why we anticipated this, and that's why we sent our aircraft carriers and our ships to the Mediterranean, and that's exactly why we are bombing Syria. Um, and Israel as well bombed Syria, uh, you know, the airports, and as well as the Aleppo airport, and even seven trucks carrying bombs into Lebanon from Syria, because, you know, uh, funded by Iran. And so that's why they were bombing them. But Hezbollah is itching to get into this war. They will get into the war. Uh, but Israel, um, like Joel said, Israel will go in, will smash them. Israel is prepared for them. The only concerning thing is on the Hezbollah front is the Iron Dome, while it can handle few missiles at, the t at a time, the danger with Hezbollah is they were overwhelmed the Iron Dome with the missiles. So there will be a lot of casualties, and that's exactly why Israel vacated the northern towns uh, in Israel, anticipating this. Uh, Lebanon right now doesn't have a president. Uh, Hezbollah runs the country. The, the country hasn't had a president for almost a year because Hezbollah is not agreeing or accepting uh, anyone that the Christians recommend. So there is no leadership in the country. So like Joel said, Israel can go in there, and they're not held to the same um, standard or under the same pressure that they will be going into Gaza. Um, it's going to be tough the next few months. I think this is going to be a very long operation. It's going to take a few months. I just hope that the American people are prepared and ready to still stand with Israel one month from now when we are seeing a lot of innocent civilians splattered all over international media, whether from Lebanon or from Israel, you know, Gaza. Because, you know, the Hezbollah and Hamas both are going to play up the images of wounded innocent civilians. And that's why, Sean, we have a petition on our website to stand with Israel. I encourage people to go to actforamerica.org, actforamerica.org, sign that petition directed to our elected officials to stand with Israel. I appreciate you both. Brigitte Gabriel, thank you. Joel Pollack, thank you. 800-941-SEAN, our number. Uh, Gary, Louisiana, next on the Sean Hannity Show. How are you? Fine. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Uh, uh, what's going on? Well, I'm from Louisiana, of course, and real proud of uh, Steve Scalise and, and, and uh, the new speaker, Mike. And he'll do a great job. Mike Johnson will do a great job. What I wanted to point out real quickly is Republicans cannot fight. We have suffered eight years in Louisiana under John Bell Edwards because Republicans fought tooth and nail against each other, and John Bell Edwards got elected twice because of that. Republicans have got to get their act together with everything that's going on in well, the country. Did you see my interview with Speaker Johnson last night? I did. It was great. It was great. He's going to make I, I, was, I was really impressed, to be honest. I don't get impressed. I, I've known him uh, just on the periphery. I didn't really know him that well. All right, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Susie, Florida. Hey, Susie. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Hey, since we both were like DJs years ago, like 35 years ago, my question is, did you ever imagine back then that we'd have something like this, the Israel crisis? By the way, can I take a little issue with you? I've never been a DJ. <laughs> I... I've, okay. I, I Okay. Uh, I, now, I played DJ like a shift or two for fun, but that's about it. Oh, but you were a radio announcer, so. No, it's sort of like, 
You know, ZYP, today's hits yesterday favorites. Now for a check of Huntsville weather. Hazy, hot, humid. Uh, chance of late afternoon thunderstorms. Right now it's 78 degrees in the Rocket City, and this is ZYP. How's that sound? That sounds great. <laughs> I think I could. Uh, I have a backup plan in case you guys fire me one day. <laughs> Did you ever imagine, though, back then, you know, when we had to read the news and stuff, that it would something? I know we had the Iranian crisis, remember? I- I feel like we've seen it all. I mean, you know, and then you look at it. Evil just, you know, keeps emerging, doesn't it? I mean, does should we really be surprised with the history of mankind in the last two centuries? Do you think we would have covered it the same at the radio station as as the way they're doing No, I've never seen such propaganda, total Adam Schiff in my life. I mean, you want to talk about bullshit? This is just crap that they're feeding us. What they did created so much harm. By propagating nothing but Hamas propaganda. They, they, they just went with Hamas propaganda and there's no price to pay. They peddled lies and conspiracy theories on a Russia hoax that never happened. There was no price to pay. We got a dual justice system. Hillary Clinton, top secret, classified information, dirty Russian disinformation dossier, bleach pit, hammers, bits, uh, uh, SIM cards removed. Nothing happens. You know, the the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. The evidence is now becoming overwhelming and nobody seems to care. Dual justice system. Let's just arrest Donald Trump for the 400th time and arraign him, you know, and say and and we'll value Mar-a-Lago at 18 million dollars, which is like a billion dollar property. So stupid. It is so sick. This country is sick and it is getting sicker and it may be terminal at this point. I worry about it more than, you know. Glad you called. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN is our number. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. We have confirmed the ground war. IDF has confirmed the ground forces now have begun their operations uh, in Israel for tonight. Mike Pompeo, Aaron Cohn, uh, Michael Waltz, Congressman Waltz, uh, Congressman Brian Ma- uh, Mast, Jason Chaffetz, Eldridge Colby, General Kellogg. I mean, we've got everybody. Bruce Blakeman from Nassau County. He just got back from Israel. Nicole Parker and Ted Williams on the issue of the hunt for the main killer. Uh, that's as well. Set your DVR, 9 Eastern tonight. Hannity on Fox. See you then. Back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you for making this show possible. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 